You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. The specialty of anesthesiology has been marked by unprecedented growth and change since the first public demonstration in Boston of ether anesthesia in 1846. Since 1970, the number of anesthesiologists has more than doubled, and at the same time and at virtually the same rate, patient outcomes have improved. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and with me today is Dr. Yasser Wafai, attending anesthesiologist at Condell Medical Center and former assistant clinical professor at Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center and the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today we are discussing current concepts in anesthesia, specifically postoperative recovery. Welcome, Dr. Wafai. Thank you, Dr. Hill. When a patient finishes their anesthesia and their surgery and they go into the recovery room, who looks after the patient from the perspective of the physician? Is it you, is it the surgeon, or is it the primary care physician? It is the responsibility of the anesthesiologist to take care of those patients and the recovery room nurses. And I want to mention something about that. Now, recovery room nurses are a legitimate and a very well-known branch of nursing nowadays and certain nurses are like now we have a certain nurses to do ICU nursing now there is certain nurses who do nothing but recovery room nursing and those nurses they go they get a special training and they go to a annual meetings specifically for the post-operative recovery nursing so we have the nursing and we have we are the primary uh, physician responsible for that patient until they leave the, reco the recovery room. Now, since more and more surgery is done as outpatient, and it seems patients are leaving the hospital much quicker, how is that related to post-operative recovery time? The post-operative recovery time is getting shorter and shorter, and it's for multiple reasons. One reason is the medication that we are using for general anesthesia, and the regional anesthesia. Second is the aggressiveness in tackling the problems that we face postoperatively. As an example, nausea and vomiting. We used to wait until the patients make sure that tolerated fluid and urinate. Nowadays, we don't wait that long because the patient's MPO and might, might be hypovolemic. So we just make sure that the patient can tolerate fluid and we can send them home. The criteria for sending the patient home and discharging them from the operating room are uh, changing little by little, but changing in a way that makes making the patient's recovery faster and uh, patient discharge is uh, quicker. Why are these changes being made? Is that pressure from insurance companies or from patients or from what? All of the above. Pressure from the insurance companies. The patient does not want to really, after he wakes up or she, and they feel great and they feel awake, they don't want to stay in the recovery room uh, longer. And the medication that we use is excreted from the body in a much faster pace. And the cognitive skills of the patients are returned to normal in a faster way. So the patient is ready to be discharged. Do you think that we are not expediting this too much? I think we're being very conservative 
this is can be going faster but i think one has to be conservative because we don't know for a long term what is the effect of morbidity from the early discharge from the recovery if you have just joined us you're listening to reach md xm233 the channel for medical professionals I'm your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and we are speaking with Dr. Yasser Wafai, anesthesiologist and assistant clinical professor at Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today we are discussing current concepts in anesthesia, specifically postoperative recovery. Is the fact that years ago we used to keep patients with hernia operations in the hospital for days and we used to have other procedures that people wouldn't be in the hospital for close to a week, and now these patients are going home. Is that improvement in anesthetic agents or changes in our attitude? It is both. It is an improvement in the anesthetics that we use, and it is the changes in our attitude and the patient's attitude. Patients, they don't want to stay in the hospital. They would like to go to their beds, to their home, to their family, the aggressiveness in, in managing post-operative pain, the patient goes home with a prescription, uh, with instruction how to manage the pain that uh, the patient had. The modalities of surgery is different. Patient who used to have a hernia or a gallbladder operation used to have a seven-inch incisions, which is very painful, very uncomfortable. Now, laparoscopic surgeries explored a totally different horizon that this, this patient has uh, three tiny incisions that it is very well tolerated with some Vicodin or some oral anti-pain medication, and those patients can be discharged home. So it's a multifactorial, really. If you have just joined us, you're listening to Reach MD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and we are speaking with Dr. Yasser Wafai, anesthesiologist and assistant clinical professor at Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today we are discussing current concepts in anesthesia, specifically postoperative recovery. Dr. Wafai, we have talked about expedited recovery times. If a patient lives alone and they have a surgical procedure, are you concerned about sending them home in such a relatively short period of time after the procedure? Absolutely. The patient who comes to the hospital for same-day surgery, they have to be accompanied with a friend, a relative, spouse, anybody who can drive them home post-operatively. And they should be observed at home for at least 24 hours. After that, I will feel much better. What is the basis for initiating analgesics in the operating room at the end of the operation as opposed to waiting till the patient is in the recovery room? Like everything else, prevention is much better than treatment. If you initiate the postoperative pain management in the operating room, the patient will not have the pain and it's much easier to control the discomfort. If the patient starts having pain and you want to give analgesics for that patient, you need larger doses and it's going to take you longer time to achieve a satisfactory results. At what point in the recovery process 
do you contact the surgeon or the primary care physician about the patient? Every time I have a patient that I found something unexpected, I, if the patient improves, sometimes just think that it's secondary to pain or secondary to the stress of surgery, so forth. But if he did not respond to the treatment, I will call the primary care or the surgeon to tell them that this patient needs an extra attention, needs somebody to see him tomorrow or the day after because of the mild hypertension postoperatively. If you have made a decision that you don't think that the patient needs to stay overnight in the hospital, are there things called extended recovery rooms where a patient can be recovered for more than the standard period of time? We have that. This is called the step-down unit, meaning that after recovery, you will go to another step-down unit where you, instead of laying in bed, you sit in a chair. You are giving a little bit more than clear liquid, probably a soft diet. You will uh, try to use the bathroom. You will be observed for a longer period of time. It'll make sure that the, the, the vital signs are improved if the patient in the recovery room has tachycardia, hypertension, severe bradycardia, we make sure that those, those are issues are resolved. Those issues are resolved. Uh, then the patient will be discharged. And at what point do you say this patient really should stay overnight in the hospital? When those issues persist, and I don't feel comfortable that the patient should go home. If a patient goes home and has problems with nausea or vomiting or inability to urinate, then who does the patient call? The anesthesiologist, the surgeon, or the primary care doctor? There is a uh, information sheet given to the patient and giving all the directions uh, that who should he call or what to do in those circumstances. And most of the time, they call the primary care physician. They don't call the anesthesiologist because they are in contact with that physician preoperatively and immediately postoperatively. There is a relatively new field in anesthesia called pain management. What are your thoughts about this? Pain management is an old field of anesthesia, but now it become as a subspecialty where you see pain clinics affiliated to hospitals. We used to do all our pain management in the, in the operating room or in the recovery room, but now there is offices and there is anesthesiologists are specialized in managing pain, and they don't do anything but pain management. What do you think the future holds for recovery room management? Is it going to continue to be quicker and less time in the recovery room? I think so. Is that primarily because of the anesthetic agents that we're using, the surgical technique, or what? Both. The surgical techniques, even cardiac surgery now done under minimally invasive procedures with the smaller incisions and less invasive instrumentation and so forth. So those makes the patient or does not require a prolonged period of recovery. So the patient feels better, quicker. The anesthetics, the amount of anesthesia we are using is titrated to to the level of hypnosis that you want that patient or awareness that you want the patient to be in. And the, the clearance of those anesthetics are much, much faster. Clearly, more responsibility is being placed on the patient on going home earlier 
Do most patients accept this? There is some patients who does not accept this and they require or they request to be admitted to the hospital for one reason or another. They don't have another person at home or they have nausea and vomiting. They, they don't feel comfortable treating their pain by themselves or by, by the, their spouses. So we still have certain amount of patients that we keep them as a 24 hours or 23 hours observation overnight. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Yasser Wafai, for joining us today as we discussed current concepts in anesthesia, specifically post-operative recovery. I am Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.